Morning prayer begins on page 3. O send out thy light and thy truth, that they may lead me, and bring me unto thy holy hill, and to thy dwelling. Continuing on page 7. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together the Venite, on page 9. The Lord is glorious in his saints. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with, each, with his truth. The Lord is glorious in his saints, O come let us adore him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 91 begins on page 454. Whoso dwelleth under the defense of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say unto the Lord, Thou art my hope and my stronghold, my God, in whom will I trust. For he shall deliver thee from the snare of the hunter and from the noisome pestilence, he shall defend thee under his wings, and thou shalt be safe under his feathers. His faithfulness and truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for any terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day. For the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the sickness that destroyeth in the noonday. A thousand shall fall beside thee, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not, co not come nigh thee. Yea, with thine eyes shalt thou behold, and see the reward of the ungodly. For thou, Lord, art my hope, thou hast set thine house of defense very high. There shall no evil happen unto thee, neither shall any plague come nigh unto thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee in their hands, that thou hurt not thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt go upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou tread under thy feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him up, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will hear him. Yea, I am with him in trouble. I will deliver him and bring him to honor. With long life will I satisfy him 
and show him my salvation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. There begins the tenth verse of the twenty-eighth chapter of the book of Genesis. Now Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. So he came to a certain place and stayed there all night, because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head, and he lay down in that place to sleep. Then he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth, and its top reached to heaven. And there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. Here ends the first lesson. Together, Benedictus on page 11. Excuse me. Yes, 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 43rd verse of the first chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. The following day Jesus wanted to go to Galilee, and he found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote. Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed in whom is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered and said to him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, you are the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? See greater things than these. And he said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, Hereafter you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Here ends the second lesson. Together, Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, 
that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Almighty and everlasting God, who didst give to thine apostle Bartholomew grace truly to believe and preach the, thy word, grant we beseech thee unto thy church to love that word which he believed and both to preach and receive the same through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. I've got some... Um, I think some interesting passages today. Uh, we're celebrating St. Bartholomew, the, he's one of the apostles. And um, I think it's important to know that we've got a passage and we're talking about Nathaniel. So um, the belief is, and we think we're right in this, is that Nathaniel is Bartholomew. So uh, he was known as Nathaniel, which is uh, translated gift of God. And his family name was Bartholomew, which is son of Tolmai. So it'd be kind of like, um, you know, my name, first name is Bob, my last name is Jennings, and I've been called by both. Um, 
and I think in high school we all remember getting called by our last names almost exclusively. So Bartholomew and Nathaniel are uh, equivalent. So um, Bartholomew was a direct, yeah, he, he said what he was thinking uh, when he was told Jesus was from Nazareth. He said, can anything come out of Nazareth? And Jesus, uh, when he met him, said, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no deceit. And um, I thought that was interesting because I thought maybe there was a little bit of uh, humor in Jesus when he said that, but I'm not quite sure. But compare this to Joseph, or excuse me, Jacob, who we, who we read about in the Old Testament. And Jacob means grasping, and he was known for his duplicitous behavior. So um, Jesus made Nathaniel or Bartholomew a promise. Um, and, and Bartholomew, traditionally, the tradition of it, and you'll probably hear this a few times since it's Bartholomew Day here, but he took the gospel to Armenia, and uh, there he was martyred. And one of the they had kingdoms there, and one of the kings was converted to Christianity, and his um, fellow king brother didn't like it, and so um, Bartholomew was um, was martyred. And tradition has it that uh, this, we'll do this quick and over because it's kind of uh, it's morbid, but he was skinned alive and beheaded. And so artists, there's some artist conceptions of him through history that shows him holding his skin. But that wasn't a religious painting. A lot of it was just to show what the, you know, the underneath the human body and muscles. So it was kind of a medical thing. Um, so anyway, Bartholomew has some lessons for us, and I'll get back to that. I just want to mention some things in, in Psalm 91. Uh, we read things like um, in 91.13 where you can tre tread on the lion and the cobra and they won't hurt you. And um, I think sometimes if you take the Bible too literally, I don't want you going out looking for lions and cobras because a lot of times this was spoken as a metaphor for God's pr protection as opposed to like uh, challenging all these lions and cobras and going out and deliberately stepping on them. So we have to be able to read the the passages and understand the metaphors and the meanings of what they meant that God is going to protect them uh, important one in verse 14 God sets his love upon me he speaks he sets his love on all of us and that's his blessing and so the word for love there means a uh, deep longing and uh, for us a deep longing for God or a clinging to him is what was what we want to do and that's important because I think the lessons of today's passage passages <clears throat> remind us that God created us for fellowship and he would walk in the garden with Adam and Eve and spend time with them and so that's that's the heart of it of our purpose of being and so um the, the, because because that's changed there's a lot of things we can't see and so a uh, reminder that Elisha's servant couldn't see what was going on and was scared and Elisha prayed open his eyes and he saw the hills full of horses of chariots and fires all around. St. Paul wrote, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, <clears throat> against the rulers of the darkness of this age and against the spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. So we, there's a lot going on on this earth and we can't see it. In Genesis, we read that Jacob had a dream and he, in his dream, he saw the ladder and it was set up between earth and heaven and the angels were coming, uh, ascending and descending on it. So, in other words, God's still active on in, in our lives and on our on our earth or His earth, but He's active in it. We just can't see it all the time, and so um, the, a lot of that. It's the reason the angels come is because we're they're keeping and helping and um, assisting and making sure God's promises happen. And so the dream was was encouraged was to encourage the um, Jacob as he traveled. 
And so that's an important thing to remember that God is with him even in that, in that time. So it's interesting that Jesus promised, I mentioned Jesus made a promise to Bartholomew or Nathaniel. And he said to him, most assuredly, I say to you hereafter, you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. So a couple things, most assuredly in verse 51 is a phrase and it's used for emphasizing. Like uh, many times you'll see uh, truly, truly, truly repeated. And most assuredly means it's, it's a really important thing that's being said and it's emphasis. And um, Jesus' point to um, Nathaniel was that, um, he, that he and his, the other disciples would experience supernatural things that were way beyond what, what Nathaniel experienced when Jesus had knew who he was. So um, the other thing that was important about that is Son of Man replaced the ladder in Jacob's dream, and it signifies it's like a change. Jesus is now the means of access between God and, um, and man. And um, so, we, you know, Jesus is restoring the connection and fellowship between God and man. And that's like the probably the, you know, obviously the key to our, our belief in our gospel. And some people think that because Bartholomew wasn't less, was probably less known, uh, that his life wasn't as productive. And unlike some of the other apostles who had things written about him, for example, uh, Paul had Dr. Luke following around recording everything, and that's how we got the book of Acts. Well, a lot of the other apostles didn't have a Dr. Luke writing about them, but their ministries were no less effective. As as I mentioned, Bartholomew, was his, his life and his ministry and his gospel actually converted a king in Armenia. And... Um, He's, and because he saw the risen Jesus, and because he saw the angels ascending and descending, his faith was so faith was so strong uh, that regardless of the earthly consequences, and we mentioned his martyrdom, he had the courage and the faith to face that death. And so we have an opportunity for a larger blessing because we haven't we believe even though we haven't seen, and I'm reminded of what Jesus said. Because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet believe. And that's our call to remain faithful and believe, even though we may not have seen directly. I'd like to continue with a prayer for all conditions of men on page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, 
we, that unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless Thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for Thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech Thee, give us that due sense of all Thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth Thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to Thy service and by walking before Thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with Thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Good to have you here today. Thank you, Robert and Keith, for helping out. Uh, have a great day, and um, may your faith stay strong this whole day. Thank you. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you, Bob. Thank you.